You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Curtain and on Instagram at Broadway Curtain Podcast. And make sure to join our Facebook page at Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Our guest this week has been seen in America's living rooms in such soap operas as Search for Tomorrow and One Life to Live. But in addition to her work on screen, she has long been one of the theater's most active players. As a stage actress, she appears in such legendary works as Detective Story, Tovarich, Coco, and Two by Two. Plus, she appeared in The Price and The American Clock, both written by her brother, Arthur Miller. To tell us what it was like being one of the first members of the Actors Studio, a pioneer in the golden age of television, and what she learned working from folks like Katherine Hepburn, Danny Kaye, and Maureen Stapleton, here is the ever-radiant Joan Copeland. Hello, hello, hello. <coughs> I became interested in in this well in, in the theater of course but certain aspects of the, of the theater have attracted me more than any of the others and um, I just kind of fell in love with certain aspects of the of the theater um, which I was not all that particularly knowledgeable about like um Musicals, musical comedy. Well, not not comedy, but musicals. And I just, and I, since I had been playing piano since I was a little girl, um, I felt I should go further on with it. And I just became very accustomed to, actually, you know, I was thinking the, the other day, I would like to do an act. And it's just going to be called... Music, because that's been my life. Just waking up in the morning. I wake up in the morning with music in my head, which is sometimes why I'm so peculiar. (laughs) (laughs) And that was what what was so exciting, you know, to to just get up and, well, when you're looking for a job and and somebody says, uh, sing that again for me. And you sing this, and then they kind of fall in love. Yeah. With with the song, with the singing, to me that's that's life. My that's mother incredible. played the piano, yeah. and um, she was not professional, but she liked to play the piano. Mm-hmm. And f- from the very beginning, I I just loved the sound of of the piano. Mm-hmm. And my mother would play, and then I my brother Arthur uh, was not a pianist, but he used to sing. And uh, as a matter of fact, in his last hours. 
He was living in my, my apartment here yeah. towards the end of his life. And um, he said to me, uh, sing me that song. So I'd get up from, we would be sitting on the couch, and I'd go to the piano, and, and uh, I would sing, uh, he loves, and she loves, and they love, so why can't you love? And I love too, you know. So, yeah. I mean, music was always—it was like um, food to me. Yeah. I could not live without uh, without music. And my mother and dad—this was before the crash—used mm. um, to go all the time to the theater. And those days, and maybe today too, if you uh, would went to a, a see a, a musical play. Mm-hmm. They would have uh, be, be selling the uh, the, the script, the, the stories yeah, rather the score, than the, yeah, the, the score, yeah. the score yeah. downstairs. You know, so if you were interested in that, you know, you could buy it. Yeah. And so I have some a wonderful collection of very fine old Gershwin songs and from yeah. whatever they went to say. Yeah. Wow. And it's just just great, you know. I mean, it's just so beautiful to have that. And uh, it, it, it's even held together. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. good, you know. Do you remember the first <clears throat> Broadway show you saw? Well, it was, we, they did it in Greek. Did you it know, in Greek? yeah, they did it in Greek oh. uh, five million years ago. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I sat right. next to Aristotle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Ari. We yeah. used to call him Ari. His last name was Stottle. <laughs> Aristotle. Aristotle. Yeah. He was an accountant. Yeah, no, I can talk check about. him out the, the, the JCC. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. He was cute. Yeah. <laughs> so you were with one of the first members of the actor actor studio. Yes, yeah. Um, how, did, how did you decide to become an actor? I am, uh, please don't say that. Ah. I am not an actor. Yeah? I don't have the equipment to be an actor. And I hope never to have that equipment. Yes. I'm an actress. So in the olden her. days, they used to call women who performed on the stage actresses, oh, yes. not actors. And you prefer the term actress? There's no other way to, to describe a woman. You, you are uh, an actress. Th- I am an actress. the actor studio. Yes. What was that like? The actor studio? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we were um, a bunch of, uh, I guess there were about six of us. I think that was the amount of Kazan. Uh, Kazan. Yeah. And um, they wanted to, you know, there, there was a kind of a way of approaching the theater, to the, the theater works, you know, and which was kind of special. And so uh, it was a time when when the Russian way of looking at at uh, theatrical plays... Oh, Stanislavski. Yes, yeah, Stanislavski. Mm-hmm. So that was taking um, hold here in, right. in New York, you and know. And Lee Strasberg was Lee, sort of the well, yeah. teacher or one of yeah. the teachers? Yeah, or? Lee. Well, yeah, Lee was the one who started the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I was part of it. With the first class, in addition to you, uh, Julie Harris? Julie, of course, was wonderful. Mm-hmm. She was a wonderful actress. Uh, Cloris Leachman? Cloris, yeah. Oh, wow. She's terrific. 
uh, Stephen Hill. Stephen Hill, yes, yes, he's great, still with us, I think. Great actor, who most yeah. people know from Law and Order. Oh, yeah. Law, Law and Order. He was on Law and Order. But I never did one with, I never yeah, did, did a Law and Order with him, yeah. although I did oh, yeah. do a lot of You did do a Law and Order, yeah. yeah. And James Whitmore, I believe. Jimmy Whitmore, yeah. What yeah. a class. I know. Wow. What a class. Yeah. Must have put on some fun uh, plays. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they were all very talented oh, people. Yeah. yeah. What What was the biggest thing that you took away from these acting classes? Well, I get yes, yeah. I think a lot of stuff stuff with us stuck with us. We we you know we were kind of thought of as uh, radical in our approach to this yeah. to the to we had a system. There was something old, forgetting to be rather old fashioned, mm-hmm. old fashioned. Yeah. Um, and uh, the younger people, younger actors, decided that they wanted to reach out to another way of performing it was very it was a very exciting time because the actors came forth and and felt that they they could really interpret the the writer's work more in more depth mm-hmm. perhaps than uh, had been, you know, some casually yeah. just saying, uh, you know, having handsome men on the stage or beautiful women on the stage, right. to, to, to find, to dig deeper the truth. and find yeah. out, you know. Yeah. Uh, I believe the first show was Sundown Beach. Yeah, yeah, that was our first, yeah, that was our first, yeah, I forgot that, yeah. And then that was the beginning of of, of the actor studio. So that was Sundown it. Beach. I remember that. So that was I had to share. Production. I had to share a share a. Oh. I had to share a bedroom with. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was her name? What her name? Lovely, lovely lady, but she kept sh- keeping me awake. Uh, she had a boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you now because I can't remember her name. Okay. Cloris Leachman. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I, was, I loved her. It was great. But we were all so ignorant. She was, you know, she so. was so loud in that bedroom next door. Cloris. Man. Were you auditioning for musicals? You have a lot of plays in, in the early part of your career. Were you auditioning for musicals at the same time? No, not very much. No? No, no. your family supportive of the fact that you wanted to be an actress and your brother wanted to be a writer? Oh, yes. They, they never interfered with that. Oh, yeah. no. No, never, wonderful. no. Boy, yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah. 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 Did you get to see any of your brother's work? I, mean, sure I saw did. all of my brother's all work. All of your brother's yeah. work. all of it. Did you give notes and, and feedback? Like well, I wouldn't, he, I wouldn't give notes because he knew how to do it better than I did you know but um, but sometimes he would write something and say I want you to, want you to look at this see what you think about it yeah. you know but it wasn't often where did your last name come from I decided to change my name because I didn't think my my, my husband's name is cup it was Kupchik K-U-P-C-H-I-K yeah and um, when I be, when I came to uh, kind of the four somewhere, I said, you know, I, I, I don't think that Kupchik is a really a terrific name for an actress. Right. So uh, he said, it isn't. So I said, would you mind terribly if I changed my name? Yeah. He said, do whatever you want. Take whatever name you want. So I said, well, you know what? I, I, look, I'm going to look in the phone book and see if there's anything close to Cupchick. So that, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to insult you, darling, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I, I, I said, let me look in the phone book and see if there's anything close to Kupchik. So I looked in the phone book, in the New York phone book, and I looked at the K's and nothing Kupchik. And then I looked under C's and I couldn't find anything like that Kupchik. So I said to George, I don't think I did very well. No, I didn't come up with anything. And then I, I, I was looking at the, in the telephone for section. I said, oh, Co- Copeland, Copeland, Co- Co- would you, would, how does Copeland sound to you? And George said, sounds okay. I said, well, would you mind if I said, my name is Joan Copeland? He said, say whatever you want to say. <laughs> and it stuck. I like it. <laughs> So a big thank so you to the white how, pages. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's how Bell. that happened. That's just been all right. So it's the first thing I could think of. Yeah. You know, it could have been Shmolovich. Yeah. Well, but, but I didn't few. know anybody by that name. S C H M U L O V I T. I could have picked that one. <laughs> a lot of bulbs on the market. Yeah, for exactly. That one. Yeah. 1963. You want to know something. Please. For a long time, I I couldn't get a job, you Mm. know, a real job. I was uh, blacklisted. What? Because, yeah, sure. Well, when I was was discovered that I was Arthur's sister. I remember, I remember, well, how did it happen? I I was doing very well with um, commercials. And then one day I went to... uh, I got a call from one of the companies that, that used to hire me. And uh, they said, would you come? We'd like to have you come to the production office. So I went to wherever it was. And they uh, started questioning me. And they said, um, you know, you, you're so, we love the way you did this such and such. And that was very successful. That was, we, we was really good, and then um, um, it was a short chat that I had, and I wondered what the hell they wanted with me. Uh, but then we came to an end; the meeting came to a close, and I questioned. I didn't want to ask them why. Why are we? Why you know? Because mm-hmm. they were the big shots, and they were telling me how much they liked my work. Uh, so I said, well, that's very kind. Thank you very, thank you very much. And, um, uh, well, that's, it was very nice of you to come and see us. So I, I went, and while well, I'm waiting at the outside for the elevator to come, waiting, and while I'm waiting, waiting, uh, the, the, the elevator was about to open, and, and the guy stopped me, and he said, oh, excuse me, Miss Copeland, um, uh, you um, are you related to? Uh, uh, I I said Arthur Miller, and he said yes, yes, Mr. Miller, yes, yeah. Well, it's very nice to meet you, and I'm I was was so lo- lovely of you to come. Thank you. Bye bye. Well, that's the way they did it. Yeah, no, that was. So I lost a lot of work, you know. Yeah, so that's when I started. Um, worrying about yeah. <laughs> about my future, you lose you lose a lot of touch with people, you know, mm-hmm. and not the theater people. No, not that never happened. No, it was the television. And um, I would just I would 
get jobs that uh, as standby for the for the stars. Right. And um, often in the rehearsals, the producers or directors would s- watch me to see, the, you know. Yeah. My God, a reputation of being a very good person yeah. and that I could be counted on if so-and-so was not going to be the star, was oh. not going to be there. Right. So that's why they would would trust me, you yeah. know. And little by little, they decided that, uh, you know, why, why should we hire so-and-so who's a big name when we could probably get Joan to do the same thing? Yeah. Or maybe better, or whatever, you know, yeah. or maybe not. So. Yeah. But um, so I, I established myself as an actress who could do a lot of things, you know, and then, then I stopped covering right. the, this, the actresses. But the, the, I, I covered a lot of very fine actresses right. who were, you know, very far up in the So rhyme. did you go on a lot yes. in Tovarich? <coughs> Because Vivian yeah. Lee was the one you you covered. And yeah, Vivian, I covered. She, um, but she she became ill. Yeah, she got a little ill. So she had to leave, and that that became my role. Davaric. Davaric. Yeah, I was just singing a song. I know the feeling. It is a beautiful yeah. song, and nobody knows it. Nobody you know, knows because that. The, the play was not a success. It, unfortunately, it was not. No. Yeah. But, but I, <laughs> as a matter of fact, the other day somebody, uh, a very prominent uh, lyricist, uh-huh. said, where, where, where did that come from? And I told him, he said, well, Jesus, that's beautiful. That's, nobody knows the, this, uh, the, what it came from. Yeah. You know, it was just, it, it was not a show that ran very long. Mm-hmm. But I sing it, I sing this music. I know the feeling. You see, it's about a, a boy when the Russians took over uh, or lost control of, of something at mm-hmm. some time. And um, there was a woman who was, she had some prominence as a Tatiana. And so she, um, she there's a song that she sings because a, a boy, a young man who uh, is, uh they, she she gets a job as a maid. She gets a job as a maid, and her husband gets a job as the, the driver of the horses right. or something like that. Yeah. She the the young boy is who lives in the house uh, falls in love with her. He gets a you know he's, he's only about ten years or mm-hmm. twelve years old or something mm-hmm. like that. Maybe a little bit more. Anyway, he gets a crush on her, and he tries to appeal to her. Mm-hmm. And she sings a song. When you first fall in love, it's a lovely surprise, like a gift. So it's and bows. <laughs> oh, God. And it suddenly feels like the world is on wheels. Mm. As around and around and around it goes. Mm. I know the feeling, I know it well. Your heart is something, riding a carousel. Across a rooftop, they've strung the stars. I know the feeling, I know it well. 
But your first love will go like a late April snow. And you think life is over. But then on a warm summer day, someone passes your way and he stops and he smiles. And it's love again. And there's that feeling you know so well. Mm-hmm. Your heart is riding a carousel. You say forever, but who can tell? I know the feeling. I know it well. But your first love will go like a late April snow. And you think life is over. But then on a warm summer day, someone passes your way and he stops and he smiles. And it's love again. And there's that feeling you know so well. Your heart is riding a carousel. There you say forever, but who can tell? I know the feeling. I know it well. Isn't that nice? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a beautiful song. Yeah, it is. And your beautiful. interpretation. Oh my is gorgeous. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. After Tovarage, uh, something more. Oh, yeah. Exclamation mark. With an exclamation mark. That means it's a musical if they have that exclamation point. Directed by Julie Stein. I didn't yeah. know he directed musicals. Hey. Yeah, he did. And this was a score sure. with, with Sammy Fain and the Bergmans. With Barbara Starred Cook. Barbara Cook as Barbara well. Barbara was gay author, yeah. 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 You know, oh, yeah, no, that yeah. had a great, yeah, great no, oh, cast. No. Yeah, it's just that I can't remember names. And then, Who am I? Who, <laughs> I ask myself that question every, <laughs> every day. Every day I look in the mirror. <laughs> who am I? Uh, Coco. 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 <laughs> um, well, that was Kate Hepburn, you know. Yeah. What was it like to be the standby for Kate Hepburn? I. It was all right. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, know. It's what was look, she? It was a job, you know. Yeah, yeah. of course. But um, no, I, I. She had a reputation of being difficult, yeah. 
Uh, but I didn't know that. How, yeah, what, I mean, I well, she's very bossy, you ah, know. And she was a very big star, you yeah, know. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I remember when I, I, I was asked to meet her, and I, I was in the in the theater in the back. They 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 said, "No, no, no, don't don't go don't go down yet." They were rehearsing, mm-hmm. and um, somebody said, "I think it's time that Joan came and met met uh, Kate." So I I was in the back of the theater, and was told to just wait there until it was time for me to meet Kate. And so you know, the moment came, and and they called, there was a, a lunch break, and so this. The, the producer and the writer and Kate mm-hmm. and a couple of other people were sitting on the stage and just munching on something. So, uh, on my foot. Uh, on <laughs> and uh, I, I, they said, well, I'd tell Joan to come down. Mm-hmm. So I came down and uh, to the stage, I was introduced by the, the director uh, to uh, Kate and I said, yeah, Kate, this is Joan Copeland, and um, she, she, uh, she said, well, how do you do? Uh, very nice to meet you. You know you'll never play this part, but oh, that's all right. Make yourself comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, of course, I, you know, I mean, she was so secure right. that she would live forever, you know, and, and would never, she would never, could never be, you know, re- replaced. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I had done a, a, lot of, a lot of this kind of stuff. Right. And um, so I felt perfectly comfortable. I knew that I was better than she was, but uh, I wasn't going to tell that to her, yeah. you know. But uh, but what she, you know, she said, well, come on, you know, uh, I, I can't stand around, around here too much. Let's come up to my room. So I, I went and followed her, you know. And so uh, <laughs> uh, walking up the steps, she, she said, um, she half turned her back to me. I mean, and... and uh, she said, oh, come on up, come on. I, I want to find out about you. She said, um, uh, you're, uh, you're, um, you're, you're related to, um, 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 I said, Arthur Miller? Yeah, he's my brother. She said, oh, yeah, Miller. Mm-hmm. Good writer. <laughs> Lousy tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> well. The truth. She was a right, good writer. She was right about the good writer. She was not so good about tennis oh, player. He was a very good tennis player. Of course, he was, you know, six feet four or something like that. He'd take two, two steps and he's across right. the board, oh, yeah. court. So, but, but she was a very, very good tennis player. And when I went home and told Arthur about it, he said, yeah, well, yeah, she can't beat her. She, she's a very good tennis player. All right, he then. admitted it. Yeah. He admitted it. She's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> then after Coco, two by two, you get two to actually. Two by two. You're not standby anymore. You're not a you're, standby. Congratulations. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I was doing my Good. own part. Yeah. yeah. They realized. They yeah, realized. yeah. What was it like to work with Danny Kay? I beg your pardon. Uh, well, with trepidation, uh, like, I, I ask I again. Had, uh, I had a very good relationship with Jan Danny, but it, Danny was difficult. He was difficult, and and he was he was the star. Yeah. And and that play ran because Danny was there. Right. You know, and he had a great reputation, and he was he deserved you know all the 
pleasure that he yeah. got out of it. I had no prayer problem with him. He, he did have a problem with some of the other people in the cast. He just um, wanted to be the the only thing in the cast. You Do know? you remember any specific things that he did that maybe weren't in the script? Oh yeah, well yeah, he would. He would. Yeah, he would. Uh, I kind of linger away from the script. <laughs> Shall we? I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that because he, he injured himself, I think, at one point, didn't he? I, I... Well, he, he fell. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was, for a while, he he was uh, in, in uh, crutches. Yeah. Had to use crutches. Fell or pushed? No, no, no. <laughs> he, he, fell. Sure. he fell. He fell. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the thing is, he was a star, and um, he was be- misbehaving. He was just suddenly start... Like improv Change, improvising, yeah. you know, what he thought the play needed. Uh-huh. And he would talk, and, you know, and, and we, I used, we used to sit together on a little bench mm-hmm. at a certain point, <clears throat> and we would sit facing the audience. Uh, we had a song that we were supposed to sing together, just facing the audience. But while we were sitting that way, Danny was zipping down no. my uh, costume. And, and he, you know, he, he knew that I didn't have any clothes on. So he'd get to the song. We were supposed to have a song together. And uh, uh, we'd do the song. And while, I, while we were doing the song, he would take the zipper <laughs> And till my back was naked. (laughs) And then he would turn me around so the audience could see that I had nothing on. And uh, I said, Danny, this is not going to work. I'm not going to do this. No, no, no. He said, but but what Danny wanted, Danny got. Because Danny was, you know, and and the... Sure. The... the, um, Yeah, he's a star. You know, the people who were running the whole show... um, were dressed and, and we said and they said no we can't do anything about it. He said you know he's 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 the one that's bringing them in. So although you know I I, I loved what Danny not did to me. Right. But I what he 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 was a very fine performer and but then he would go crazy. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he would humiliate the people on the stage, and um, just for the sake of laughter, probably. I mean, he, yeah. he was always pandering yeah. to the audience. Yeah. He yeah. really cared. Yeah. You know, he's from the old Borscht so, Belt, you know, comedy. Area. Yeah, yeah, like, right. You know, and he was you... very secure with himself, yeah. and the audience liked it. You know. Oh yeah, sure. They but probably they were, came but to see that. But sometimes, you know, when when he would turn me around, so that my look, she's not. I had nothing anything. underneath. Yeah. Uh, they would go. <gasps> And I, I would kind of try to shrug him off, but yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't control him. It was just, Wild. it was his show. But he was a very talented performer. And you worked with Dick Rogers during Two by Dick, Two. What yeah, was, yeah. He, I, I, he probably was not in the health at that time. But what was? You right. have any he, memories he, of he working with him? He was losing his health. He was lo- losing yeah, his health. Yeah. yeah. I liked Dick Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know really who he was. Mm. I mean, I didn't. I didn't know his place, but um, I, I, I just, you know, it, it, when, you, when you get involved in, in people in, 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 mu- in a musical way, the association, mm-hmm. you, it goes in, you 
gets into your gut and yeah. say you either like that person <clears throat> or you you don't find anything in them. But um, I, I just loved them. I loved that 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 company. Yeah. It was very nice, you know. Mm-hmm. It made me feel very secure, mm-hmm. and they made they really made me feel secure. And, yeah. and and then when I started getting great reviews, it was a very pleasant place to be. Yes, mm-hmm. and to sing is. Rogers uh, uh, music is is a thrill. Yeah. I mean, it's a privilege to be able to open up the the score and listen uh, listen to the accompaniment first to this the the wonder of their music. It is just heaven. Yeah. You know, Jill, let me ask you, how do you approach a song? No, well, when, when you hear the introduction, you get an idea of what it, what it is before you get to the words. And uh, say it. You know, whatever it is. And then you, you grow with it. Mm-hmm. And then you say, now, when this character finds where they belong, like... When you first fall in love, it's a lovely surprise. Hmm. See, this is a woman yes. who's um, been approached by the people that work in the house, you know. And the boy is, um, he's enamored of this woman. Yeah. Of course, she's many years older than he is. Wonderful. So she teaches him a lesson. She says, when you first fall in love, it's a lovely surprise. Do you know, there's the rhythm that, and it's just, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, you feel that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not written that way, but I know the feeling that mm-hmm. I know the feeling mm-hmm. I know it well. But your first love will go like a late April snow, and you think life is over. <laughs> but then, mm. on a warm summer day, someone passes your way, and he stops and he smiles. And it's love again, and there's that feeling uh, you know so well. Uh, you know, it's just yeah. amazing. I mean, how can you not like wow. music totally. like I mean, that? I want to do an act. That's okay, really. I, was just ask I don't you. figure out how to do that. Yeah. I mean, I I'm very secure now as a singer, as a cabaret singer. And um, people are recognizing me, you know, and so I would, I would like to do that. Um. <laughs> but you, you navigated from musicals to plays to musicals to plays, musical comedy to play. Well, I, mean, I, it's quite... I, I always had all of those things in me. Yeah. You know, and um, then when I found that I could really get some attention, yeah. I, I got a little bit more popular and... and yeah, people thought I could do things. You know. <laughs> do you yeah. prefer doing uh, a film over theater, or I'm, the theater person? I'm not close. I'm not close to film. Yeah, I mean, I've done a couple of things, sure. but, but um, it's it's not where I live. Right. You know, Brother Bear. 
Yeah, yeah. You did voiceover well, work. Well, that's a voiceover, book. yeah. Do you enjoy doing voiceover work? Is sure, that I'll do it anywhere. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat anything that you want me to eat. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy anything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is a true no, artist, I ladies and gentlemen. I love, I, I, love, yeah. I love working, you know, and I haven't been able to. Yeah. Well, we hope that you do that cabaret so that we can yeah. come see you. I, I was... I, I think I'll start working on it. I think you definitely should. In addition yeah. to that, have you thought about writing an autobiography? Or putting putting the memories down onto paper? I do sometimes, mm. yeah. But I think the cabaret's better. Uh, well, I would like to do that, yeah. I, and I could do it, you know. I think oh, yeah. I uh, people enjoy me when... Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, Throw some stories in there, sing some beautiful songs, <laughs> Richard Rogers songs. Yeah. 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 I think that would be great. Yeah. I have Truly. met some very good people, yeah. very nice people, yeah. and they've re- responded to the, the wonderful songs. Yeah. It's, it's amazing <clears throat> because you're always working. You're always well, doing I'm a not, concert. Well, not, I'm not, not recently. Mm. No, I'm, I'm not working, which uh, saddens me, but I just, hello out there. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see this script now. Yeah. Oh, this is a this is a part for me. Yeah, it says right at the top of the page, Joan de Copeland. <laughs> is it, did, did I read it right? I like that, Joan. <laughs> it's a lovely surprise, like a gift tied with ribbons and bows. And it suddenly feels like the world is on wheels As around, and around, and around it goes I know the feeling, I know it well Your heart is riding a car Across a courtyard, you hear guitars. Across a rooftop, they've strung the stars. Across a table, two hands entwine. I know the feeling it wants. Was mine But your first love will go Like a late April snow And you think life is over But then On a warm summer day Someone passes your way And he stops And he smiles And his love Again, and there's that feeling you know so well. Your heart is riding a carousel across a courtyard, those same guitars across a Say 
Join us next week when we sit down with the demon barber of Fleet Street himself, Len Cariou. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.